Putin. Okay, international prosecutors say Russian President Vladimir Putin is believed to have approved a decision to supply a long-range missile to pro-Russian separatists in eastern Ukraine. They used, um, they shot down Malaysian, Malaysia Airlines Flight 17 in July of 2014, killing nearly 300 people that were aboard that plane. Yeah, I was reading about, I saw this, this popped up in the headlines there yesterday morning, and, uh, um, you know, I, I, I'm not sure exactly what the course of action can or will be, but uh, basically, it's, it's not saying, uh, from what I read, that he per se ordered the takedown of the jet airliner, but what he did was he supplied what was used to take it down, is what I understood and read. Well, there was a court um, thing that occurred, and um, the conclusion follows a Dutch court ruling that was, um, I guess, decided in November, which sentenced two Russians and a Ukrainian separatist in in absentia, in in absentia, meaning they weren't present um, at the trial or anything like that. Um, to life in prison for shooting down the plane. Well, they weren't present. They don't have them. But it's pending, I guess, if they're ever discovered. Um, And the team said they had documented indications of Putin's role in the downing through recorded phone conversations of Russian officials. But the evidence was not complete enough to initiate a new prosecution. Hmm. Um, Makes you wonder. Yeah. The, um, let's see, what else do we have? Zelensky is calling for jets. Several European leaders signaled an openness to send fighter jets to the Ukraine yesterday. As the Ukrainian president, Volodymyr Zelensky, made a surprise tour of London and Paris to make the request. The campaign for more weapons follows Russian claims Monday that it is adding tens of thousands of troops in eastern Ukraine ahead of a planned offensive in the next month. You know, why did this happen? Why does Russia want the Ukraine? I in simplest terms why it was a country there can be friction but now there's ultra high friction because Russia wants to control the Ukraine 
you know, it, it could have something to do with obviously natural resources, but, you know, maybe even um, their ports and things like that could uh, be of some significance. Um, a lot of it, you know, too, could be, in my opinion, um, Putin, I don't know, you know, with you hear and read so much and you, you, we don't necessarily know, but they're certainly acting a little different than we have seen him act, at least publicly, you know, with doing this, at least recently. So I have to think that, you know, maybe it might be a health thing. Maybe he's reaching uh, a point in his life where, you know, he wants to leave a mark on the world, you know, and be a part of world history, uh, it could be that uh, maybe he thinks that they are superior and that he should be ruling and running the majority of the world. Um, there's, there's just who knows. And um, it's, it's interesting to wonder, too, you know, how the Russian people feel about it, you know, the general population, you know, where their mindset might be on that, even though they may not have a voice uh, I'm sure that this could begin to strike a voice amongst uh, their people, if, uh, if anything will. Well, it, it's, it's just very confusing. And um, the, the um, Ukraine's effective use of surface-to-air missile systems, as well as uh, low Russian missile acts success rate. There we go. It should not have been that difficult. Um, Ukrainian jet fighters would need to be trained to use Western aircraft. A roughly six-month process on average. Hmm. While leaders in the UK and France expressed willingness, willingness to send jets, both Germany and the U.S. ruled out the option for now. Uh, I, I feel this will be in the news for some time to come during our programs. Absolutely, it will. CVS, nationwide pharmacy chain. Uh, well, its parent company announced a $10.6 billion deal yesterday to acquire Oak Street Health, which they say is one of the country's largest primary care health networks, and it focuses on older adults. The deal is the latest in CVS Health's first step in the trend of large pharmacy chains moving into the primary care market. In addition to nearly 10,000 pharmacies, CVS Health owns insurance giant Aetna. I didn't know that. I didn't either. Which provides coverage to more than 40 million people under various medical and dental plans. Going on, the deal would allow CVS Health to manage health services from, in, from the insurer through the point of care for millions of older adults. Well, hmm. so, by the way, it goes, there, I just found another sentence here. It says, rivals such as Walgreens and United Health and others have recently made similar moves. 
So, you were going to say. So, yeah, I mean, are, are we talking where they, like, have doctors and insurance and the prescriptions all? Is that... It, that? it is... Um, it appears that way from what I'm reading. Yeah, that's kind of what I get on an overview as well. But I don't know, you know, that that may or may not be good. Well, let's see here. The next article I have um, is entitled, What's Going On Inside? Well, let's see what they're talking about. Well, to keep your car running as long as possible, it helps to know how things are going on the inside. There is a reason we routinely take our cars in for oil changes, tire rotations, and fluid inspections. So why not take the same approach with our bodies? To live, to live your healthiest, longest life possible it helps to understand what's going on inside inside tracker takes a personalized approach to health and longevity and um, anyway they there you may want to look into this thing called inside tracker and it deals with your health all right. Well, you started talking about cars and stuff, and I started thinking about car problems, Dave. Yeah, well, <laughs> I've got one in the shop right now. But it's just uh, it's a 2005. Ah. So, you know, it, it needs a few things now. Um, let's see. Uh, what else do we is worth sharing here. Well, I think I can put this report away and we'll turn our attention to the New York Times. Um, the opening line says, good morning. And I'll say good morning. Good morning. We explain why the Biden administration is trying to crack down on those sneaky fees charged by hotels, rental cars, internet providers, and more. Okay, so here it is. Um, this, the first article they've written is entitled, A Market Failure. Sneaky fees have become a big part of America's consumer economy. Hertz, so car rental, charges almost $6 a day simply for using a toll transponder in a rental car. Man, it's been a long time since I've rented a car. <laughs> Uh, Marriott and Hilton add nightly resort fees to the bill, even at hotels that nobody would consider to be resorts. American, Delta, and United list one airfare when you first search for a seat. Then they add charges for basic features like the ability to sit next to your spouse. Ticketmaster is especially aggressive about imposing fees. 
Um, the writer says, uh, initially I experienced uh, while buying two tickets to a football game. When I initially selected my seats on Ticketmaster's online stadium map, they cost 48 bucks. But the bill at the checkout was more than one-third higher, $64.40. President Biden has announced a crackdown on these fees, which his administration calls junk fees. And he devoted a section of his State of the Union address to this very topic. Um... Let's see. Look, look. Uh, this may be a quote from the president. I can't quite tell yet. Look, junk fees may not matter to the very wealthy, but they matter to the most other folks in homes like the one I grew up in. Um, sorry. I, I try to remind me to turn that thing down. <laughs> before i do a show all right but um, anyway so that 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 was uh, what the president said during that uh, his uh, state of the union address um let's see he went on i know how unfair it feels when a company overcharges you and gets away with it that's all I got on that. Yeah, I mean, how do you feel about the fees? I mean, when you think about it, we get charged a lot. If you do anything online, I mean, it ranges. I mean, it used to be, you know, a lot cheaper than what it is now. But most most things are at least three fifty. Everything that you do, there's an additional three fifty for using uh, your payment online or, or something uh, along those lines, and. Um, you know, those add up. You go to an ATM that isn't in your uh, network, and you're you're charged a minimum. I think the the minimum that I've seen most recent, and I could be mistaken. There may be some that are less, but three fifty is about the least amount really that I see. Uh, fortunately for me, through my bank, um, I'm reimbursed those fees. Uh, if I go someplace else, they, they actually reimburse those fees back into my account uh, hmm. after a few days or something. But So it doesn't bother me so much. But I think about it, you know, uh, about how much money it adds up over the course of time that, you know, it takes away. Not necessarily that they are getting, but that's part of it. But the, the biggest part of it is how much it takes away from my pocket, you know, and... Um, the thing about it is uh, we're, we're almost forced that we, we use these things anymore because um, as much as we'd like to have cash, cash uh, in some circles is still king, but in, in many other circles, it's, you have to have a bank card or a, a number of some, of some sorts just to be able to... Uh, uh, I get it. You know, make a purchase someplace or, or pay a bill or something. I um, had a little experience yesterday. Uh, the woman that um, I've become very interested in, Suzanne, um, has a doctor's appointment down in Florida 
from um, a doctor she's been seeing for many years, and she's a cancer survivor. But um, Pat, when she was alive, we had to go up every so often to the James in Columbus, and they would run scans and blood tests and everything. Well, she, um, Rose, uh, Suzanne has uh, an appointment coming up in March. So she said, I think I'll fly down. Nice. So, well, so we went to, in this case, Allegiant. Because they have, uh, you know, the, the, both Huntington and Columbus. Mm-hmm. Um, Places and then they have one there in um, the exact city that she her doctor is in. And um, why don't I turn this down now? <laughs> hey, let me see it. I can flip it on silent for you. Mm. Anyway, I I'll, I don't have time. Okay, <laughs> so. Um, you know, Allegiant is also, sometimes they boast of being less expensive than the others. Right. Um, but they kept adding little things here and little things there. and You know, and it's, it's still several thousand dollars. Wow. Um, And as they said, if you want to sit, have someone sit with you, there's a fee to do that, and all sorts of nutty stuff. But I th- anyway. you're talking a thousand dollars to fly to Florida round trip. Are and, we? Is this like first class? That. Huh? No, it's. I don't believe they have first class. <laughs> they just got. They just got a seat. Yeah. <laughs> but um, anyway. Uh, we did this using their app, and then finally we were so frustrated that uh, she called them and made all her deals online. But it still came to several thousand. Oh, well. Um, let's see here. Sludge. What are they talking about? A, the market solution to sneaky fees seems straightforward. When Marriott starts charging $50 nightly resort fees, Hilton can call out its competitor and try to steal Marriott's customers. And some companies do take this approach. Southwest Airlines advertises bags fly free Mm -hmm. policy, an obvious swipe at rivals. And, you know, I'll be honest with you, you know, from flying experience, um, that can be a, a deal breaker for me, uh, and it has it also uh, created a very um, creative packer in myself because I've learned how to minimize space in a uh, uh, a backpack <laughs> that will, that will fit in, and uh, you know, oftentimes you're allowed to carry on a plane like a backpack uh, and like one carry on that yes. will fit in the overhead compartments and or under the seat yeah so um i usually travel that way rather than because i i traveled a few times 
and for some way or another there's a weight limit on those suitcases and i would always end up having to pay extra whenever i got uh <laughs> got through got through the uh through through you know trying to get on the plane and i was it was always just a frustration for me well there's a great deal more if you want to read it um in the the morning report from the new york times um what else do we have here um we only have about um nine minutes left today forgive my um, lack of organization um golly it's this all is about sneaky fees hmm. um mercy well i think we certainly need to uh, talk a little bit more about turkey the the nation um Millions of people are suffering from cold and grief as they wait for help. Syria could receive its first aid delivery today, but destroyed roads and a lack of fuel are slowing rescue attempts. Guess what the toll is now? 17,000 deaths. And we're talking. We we are adding Turkey and Syria together for that number. Um, there's a film that's kind of not great to watch, that is showing people digging a mass grave and bodies being yeah put put in it. I know, and you know, it just reinforces, uh, you know, uh, something I said the other day about, you know, we just don't uh, recognize sometimes just how blessed we are sometimes, you know. Uh, you you got to look, look out at what else is going on to other people in other places, and then you put it into perspective of your life, and you can say, hey, it's not, it, it could be that bad. There was a picture this morning, um, video scene of them uncovering a boy who'd been buried in rubble a very small young boy for three days and mind you the temperature there is freezing um well i mean very cold i'll put it that way so here you are encased in mostly concrete or rocky type um, chunks and the temperatures no food no water and um, you know the whole group of people working to free this young boy a huge roar a shout of, of happiness they they all yelled as they finally got him loose. Oh, I imagine that. I didn't describe that very well, but um, okay. Artificial intelligence. Hmm. Haven't we had this almost every day this week? It it is becoming quite the topic. Um, the I know we've been talking. One of the big things is the chatbots that they've got going on right now. Well. 
I, I guess researchers are warning that AI, that's artificial intelligence, chat box, are an effective tool for creating disinformation and conspiracies. <laughs> that can only happen if they're taught. Right? <laughs> Obviously, I've tickled something there. But, you know, they, they don't have natural intelligence. They, they don't, but what they do, I mean, is, you know, they absorb the information that they you know so i imagine if <laughs> if they're surfing and scanning the web and 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 someone and somehow or another they start ingesting uh disinformation themselves then not only will you know according to the way that i understand it will they be able to regurgitate that information but from what i understand of artificial intelligence is, is it actually begins to develop its own I don't want to say opinions, but uh, its yeah. own way of saying it, you know? Yeah. They they do think. That's scary. I, I don't care who you are. I mean, that right there just, mm. it's a time we're in. It's where we are. It is what it is. And, you know, we can't obviously stop it from happening because it is here. But knowing, you know, what kind of lifestyle we led my parents led uh my grandparents and you know you, even you dave you know i mean the life and times i mean they, they just didn't afford artificial intelligence it's something that we never i mean if we watched the jetsons you know we thought about rosie you know maybe being a a servant robot or something along those lines or a mm -hmm. flying car but to think that you know you you've got Oh, an intelligent yeah. electronic that is holding conversation and whether or not you call it feelings or opinion or whatever it is definitely displaying something there well um it, it's it is a bit alarming to think that perhaps chatbots which i'm just going to say are um mechanical robots, okay, are starting to think as weird as humans do and could do harm. Oh, well, that's passed by. Um, <laughs> let's see here. Um, by the way, it's 60 degrees right now on Columbus Road. We have a very light rain going last I looked. Uh, they say it's going to get up to 69 today and be mostly cloudy throughout the day. But this afternoon, we have warnings of some high winds. So please be aware. Tomorrow night, a football... No. <laughs> Tomorrow night, a basketball game. We host Akron at the Convo. 7.30 tip-off. And, of course, you can hear that on our stations here. Um... We're proud to be the flagship for the Ohio University's athletic um, broadcasting. Absolutely. Also, don't forget the wind advisory remaining in effect uh, 8 a.m. this morning uh, on this local report area to uh, 10 p.m. this evening. 
Southwest winds 20 to 30 miles an hour locally here with gusts up to 45 miles per hour expected. Uh, this is kind of a widespread thing, Dave. Portions of northeast Kentucky, southeast Ohio, southwest Virginia, and central and northeast northern West Virginia. Um, and again, it'll go until 10 p.m. tonight. Uh, again, secure unsecured objects. Tree, watch out for tree limbs. If uh, you're planning a walk in the woods today, don't do it because uh, they got those things that uh, they call widow makers that can uh, fall down. Trees can uproot. Just uh, kind of be aware of your surroundings if you're going to be outside today and pay attention. There is one last thing I want to mention, and then we're out of time. And it will be CBS next. Um, you know, we've had these white balloons mm -hmm. that uh, basically crossed the nation and then were shot down once it got out to uh, past South Carolina a little bit. Chinese uses sky balloons to gather information on militaries around the world. And it's not just in the U.S. I guess South America has had lots of them. And, um, and other places in the world, but people didn't recognize them for what they were. Yeah, I imagine until, yeah, you probably wouldn't. Well, we've got 30 seconds left. Um, so this is not a new thing. And, um, but I'm still curious what they actually can retrieve and determine what those things were being used for. Absolutely. We're out of time, folks. Once again, have a marvelous day out there. We'll wrap up the week tomorrow. And uh, by the way, let me just mention, we've we got an increased effort to start booking more guests. Now that we're settled in here, Good. and uh, I'm going to get some help from our, uh, our new buyers in scheduling that. So have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow. In our 73rd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. is CBS News on the Hour, your home for original reporting. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. The scale of loss grows exponentially after Monday's earthquakes in Turkey and Syria. The death toll now tops 19,000, and rescuers say voices in the rubble are growing silent. Robert Holden with the World Health Organization. We've got a lot of people who have survived now out in the open in 